So welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. I'm Izzy. Let's get rolling. I'm Izzy and I'm ecstatic to have on my guest today. Uh, we have some very big plans right after this recording, but first comes the recording and I'm really excited to dive into her story and everything that came before her current role. So uh, without further ado, Hannah Moore, thanks for joining the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm super excited for you to jump on Strange on Purpose. Um, talk about why you're Strange on Purpose later, but talk about your journey and everything like that. But for those who don't know who you are, do you want to give a little bit of an intro as to who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm currently the senior senior manager of U.S. brand activation um, at Reebok with a focus on influencer marketing. How'd you land that role? Because that's like a dream role for so many people probably listening to this podcast. Like what? Let's talk about that journey a little bit. Where did yeah. it start and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. So before um, my time at Reebok, I actually spent like 10 or so years on the advertising agency side. Um, and I really love that. I, I did it right out of school um, and worked on a ton of different brands. Um, and that really helped kind of shape who I, who I am today and my working style. Um, but as I grew a little bit older, I knew that I wanted to focus on one brand and whatever that was, I needed to feel passionate about it. Um, so I took a lot of time to really take a step back and think about what that next move was going to be. Um, and I'll say that was pretty intimidating because um, it's you're on this one path for so long and then all of a sudden when you want to make a switch it feels really daunting um, but I knew that I always had a passion for athletics and I was always into style and fashion and trends so I just kind of looked at the things I was genuinely interested in and passionate about um, and then looked at a couple of different companies within the Boston area which where I'm located um, and Reebok rose to the top immediately. Um, so I spent a lot of time researching, figuring out how to get my foot in the door. Um, I had had some previous coworkers that were at Reebok already, so I talked with them. Um, but it, it took a while to get um, my foot in the door at Reebok. I ended up taking a role um, that was a little bit lower than I had wanted, but um, it was worth it because it, it kind of landed me where I wanted to be. Um, and then I spent the last two years kind of working my way up and kind of proving myself at the brand. And then um, kind of while I was there, I was doing the same thing, like figuring out what part of the company did I want to be in. And I knew it was marketing. And I knew eventually that I wanted to get into influencer marketing. Um, so I had the help of John Purvey on the global side, and they really helped me and, and, and trained me. And, and I learned a lot working with them um, and kind of was able to land the role in the U.S. specifically. So I would say that's a short version of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was a long path and it wasn't something I had planned uh, from like day one of like my the beginning of my career. It kind of progressively progressively just happened. For those who are listening right now that are actively trying to get their foot in the door, what would you tell them? Like, what's what's your best advice to them? Uh, I think it's it's networking. It's it's going on LinkedIn. It's reaching out um, and kind of knowing when it's okay to follow up and when to kind of take a step back. I would say um, I think like 
you, you just have to be really aggressive and like get to the right people. Um, I remember the, the HR manager at the time I was working with, I emailed her almost once a week. I was pretty <laughs> aggressive with it and it, it finally, it did end up working out, but it, it also has to be the right role. It has to be the right fit. Uh, you might think that the role that you're reading on paper makes sense for you when in reality, like it may not be exactly what you think it is. Um, so you kind of just have to figure it out and talk to as many people as you can and just keep trying. I mean, you can't get discouraged if um, you don't get it on the first try. I feel like that's kind of rare. You just got to kind of keep going, keep the determination. So you told me something uh, before that was super interesting to me. You said that you 100% think that it's okay to say no. For a lot of people, it takes a very long time for them to figure that out. They're always saying yes, and they're always wondering why they're so busy or in roles that they don't <laughs> like because they were quote unquote forced there and everything like that. So, why is that such a why is that term or that saying so big for you? Yeah, I, I still struggle with it today. I think it's a, a lot easier said than done. I think one of the great things that has come out of the pandemic, if there is a great thing, um, <laughs> is that people are really starting to recognize mental health. Hmm. Um, and I think there, at least on the agency side, when I was really in the thick of it, there was this culture of like, if you weren't sitting at your desk until 8 p.m. or not, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like really late at night, yeah, you would get looked at as like a slacker. And it's like, that's, that's not healthy to live your life that way. Like it can't just all be about work. And granted, I do feel like you should love and feel passionate about what you're doing because you no matter what you do in personal life versus work like it's still your life and you're still that same person but I think you need to protect yourself you need to protect your mental health make sure that you have what I like to call me time where you just have a second to yourself not a second but time for yourself to relax and reflect versus like just like foot on the gas keep going never take a break I, I feel like that has started to change, which I'm really glad about, because I think if it if you keep going on that path, you're going to burn out. It's it's inevitable. So let's talk about Reebok a little bit. Like what you finally landed this role that you were aggressively going <laughs> after for a long time. What's been uh, what's been the best part for you? What have you worked on and uh, what are you looking forward to? I think so. My first role at Reebok, so I've been here about um, two and a half years um, was on the marketing ops side. So it was really developing and, and looking, keeping track of the calendar for everybody in terms of like different seasons, where we're at and all of that good stuff. So that was really awesome to learn the business because I had re really never been at a global company before, just had been on the advertising side. Um, so that was kind of step one for me. And then um, I started to help out on some of the U.S. activations that were in person um, toward the end of 2019. And that, that was more in line, like with what I had been doing on the agency side. And I felt really comfortable doing that. Um, and then that led to, um, leading up us influencers, um, overall. So the last year we spent kind of, um, hit and go and just kind of <laughs> doing the opposite of what, I, what I just talked about. Um, and really like getting up to speed and figuring out, um, what campaigns we needed to support and then this year, we spent a ton of time taking a step back and looking at everything from a more strategic standpoint. So how can we be more efficient? How can we 
really partner with people that are authentic to the brand and that have a love for Reebok and, and partners that we want to develop a longstanding relationship with versus just like campaign after campaign. Um, so we were able to, along with my team with Catherine and KJ, um, kind of take a step back and look at the strategy and figure out how we wanted to revamp it in the U.S. Um, so we did that and we moved from briefing in individual campaigns with different partners, um, maybe like 24 of those per season. It was a lot. <laughs> um, to a seasonal approach where we work with X number of partners um, for the full season, so like a half year, which allows us to really get to know them. They get to know us. And then in turn, we start to like learn more about the partner and their passions. Um, so that's something I'm really proud of. Um, and hopefully that's uh, the strategy that would be rolled out for um, all of Global Reebok next year. Um, so that was really exciting to be a part of. And then um, secondly, one of the biggest things that I'm proud of is working on the Reebok Collective. So if you haven't seen that, that is our first long-term program. So it's a year um, with six partners. Um, and the thing about them, they're all so amazing. Um, it was It was really hard to figure out who we wanted to work with, but we knew that these partners needed to be authentic to the brand. Um, ideally, like we have worked with them before, they have some kind of history wearing Reebok or uh, working on a partnership, um, but they also have a passion for something in their community or they're giving back or they're talking about uh, mental health. So um, for me, like that's something I'm very proud of for this year. We just launched it in May, so we, it's not that far, far out yet. Um, but we're really excited about working with this crew and, and kind of integrating them more into the brand. What did you last fail at and what did you learn from it? Oh, interesting. I will say, so I know next we're talking on IG Live about human rights now. Um, that was the first um, product collection that we're launching under human rights now since 1988, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, as part of that, it's this is a tough question because I, I would call that the program that we worked on for that a success. However, we, we learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because we we did this really awesome in-person activation in Brooklyn in August. We had Black Thought there, Reagan Aaliyah, Jose Alvarez, and Lazarus Lynch. They all performed spoken word, um, unique pieces that they had created just for that. And it was it was beautiful. The one thing I will say is that it was a summer Friday in the dead of August on one of the hottest days of the year. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm telling it was so hot. Um, that was a huge learning, I think, for for us. Um, it, we just wasn't, weren't sure how it was going to go because, yes, it's a summer Friday, um, but everyone's working remote. So we just weren't sure what the tra like what the foot tra traffic was going to look like. Yeah. Um, but I think we got really great um, content out of that. It was amazing working with our partners and net net. We had a really great time. Um, we also got to bring in the 2021 Human Rights Awards um, winners, and they had never met before in person, too. Ooh. So, yeah, there were like a lot of pluses about that. But never again will I do an event <laughs> on a summer Friday in August. <laughs> That's hilarious. What yeah. do you uh, what do you want to master next? 
I think keeping on the same train with influencer, I think that we've come a long way in the U.S. on our strategy, but I think we have a lot of work to do. Um, I would like to see us be even more inclusive um, when where we can, and, it, and that's been really tough, um, but I think we're headed in the right direction. But I, I think it's about really shining light on a lot of different voices that you probably wouldn't normally hear from um, in like a huge brand perspective. So I'm excited to kind of really push on that track and, and keep learning myself. Um, but that, that's kind of my hope for, for the next few years to come. Where are you playing small in your life right now? Interesting. I honest, actually, it probably goes against what I just said to you before (laughs) with the me time. Um, I am getting married next Saturday. <laughs> Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. So I, that's been really hard to like, to basically balance um, my full-time job with fully planning a wedding during COVID. And I will say, I'm sure there are a lot of people that can also relate to this comment too. I feel very lucky to be able to have a wedding and I'm, I'm super excited, um, but it, it's been really hard. I think mm-hmm. without the COVID layer, it would be totally fine, but that just makes everything very complicated. And I think over the last couple of weeks, I've let it get to me. So I think on this weekend, I'm, ch- I'm trying to take a moment to like relax, not think about anything yeah. and just kind of like take a moment for myself because it's been, it's almost been like working two jobs <laughs> yeah. at the same time planning that. So yeah. What makes you strange on purpose? I'm just me. Um, Mm. Yeah. Like, I think what I've kind of realized about myself is that if I really set my mind to something, I just, I make it happen. Mm. Um, And when I was talking about like first um, entering Reebok and not really knowing what area I wanted to um, eventually be in, I was exploring like the trend department for a little while. I was looking into strategy. Um... And then got that taste of like influencer marketing. Um, And I remember thinking like, how do I even get there? Um, And it was pretty overwhelming. So I'm like, I I just got here. I'm not trying to like shift my role immediately, but like eventually what are the steps to get there? Um, So I think being able to like see my vision and then figure out over time (laughs) how to get there and how to make it happen um, is something that I've like realized about myself and that, um, I'm proud of. Cause I, I think it can be really easy to say, you know, this is super overwhelming. Um, I don't know how I'll ever do it and just kind of get down on yourself. But I think if you just like keep your head up and, and kind of push towards that goal, you can make it happen and it can be anything big or small. That was a great answer. That was awesome. Thanks. Um, so actual last question, where can people <laughs> find you? Where can people follow your work, follow your journey and uh, find out more about what you're working on? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been posting a lot of my personal account, which is Instahan with two underscores in the middle. Thank you for listening to the Strange Up Purpose podcast. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes before, please like, review, follow the podcast on Instagram, drop a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you check us out. Helps a podcast grow immensely. So I appreciate you. I could not do this without you. 